Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Carice Crow, novelist and speaker. One of our big fan listeners wrote in with a question that I thought was very good. Yeah. He basically asked, let's say you have money, money for marketing. What would you spend it on? If you have five, if you had $500, what would you buy? If you had $1,500, what would you buy? If you had $5,000, what would you buy? Mm. Like, he's just like, give it to me straight. If I had these different amounts of money, what should I buy? What should I put that money toward? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of putting you and me on the spot here because I'm okay with that. It's fine. <laughs> we it's actually away. we actually have to uh, tell people how to spend their money. Um, well, and I think it also part of this depends on where you are at in your career as yeah. well. The person who has ten published books is hopefully at a different place in their career than somebody who only has two person who's getting several hundred reviews on their new book when it launches is definitely in a different place and should spend their money differently than the person who's just can't quite break 20, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so take that into account. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, people just need to play to their strengths. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to be throwing out what we would do, but that doesn't mean that it should be what everyone should do. Right. Um, But to kind of back up what we're about to say, I had written my thoughts down and Carice looked at them and she was like, and, and you were like, well, that sounds yeah, good. Like, <laughs> so both of us agree that these mm-hmm. are, this is how we feel is the, th- this is the best way to spend the money if you have it. But of course, please take the liberty to tweak this to your needs. All right. So let's say you have $500. Okay. So if you have $500 that you can spend to help promote your book, we think you need to go all in on one type of social media advertising or Amazon advertising. Um, the big, big two that are really successful for advertising your book are Facebook and Amazon. Um, there are definitely promotion things that you can do on like Instagram. Um, that's not a bad idea. It's kind of, that one's a little more genre dependent, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, $500 on social media or advertising. And if you don't know how to do those things, then take that portion of $500, go do what you have to do to learn yeah. how to do those really, really competently. Because even if you spend $400 learning, which you shouldn't, it shouldn't be that expensive to learn. But even if you do, you have now mastered a new skill that you can carry with you when sometime down the road, you've got that extra cash again, and then you can continue to go all in on an advertising campaign. And for traditionally published authors who it may not make financial sense for them to pour all of their money into advertising, still take those classes. And if you need to spend some of that money getting your social media up to par, Mm -hmm. getting your Facebook up to par, your Instagram, your Twitter, depending on what you write, you don't need to do all of the things. Just do the things that appeal to your 
audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that may just mean doing one or two things. So, but you want those to be up to snuff, so to speak. You know, you want those to be current, to be cool looking, to be sleek as much as they can be before you embark on a big ad spend. For $1,500, we think it is a good idea to do all of the above, like all everything that you did for $500 or mm-hmm. that you would do for $500. So the whole ad spend idea, um, plus getting, you know, your, your website and social media up to par, but also you can, um, for nonfiction, you could add in a summit and that would be a way to boost your email newsletter list, which will be a major asset going forward as you're trying to promote your products. For fiction, we suggest just doing a bigger ad spend and also hiring an experienced ad person mm-hmm. to help manage your ads and keep them going. Because even if you know how to do the ads yourself, $1,500 is quite a lot of money to spend on ads. So it's going to take daily tweaking and finessing and making sure that everything is going the way that it's supposed to go. And you don't want that to fall fall all on your shoulders while you're also trying to parent work, right? Doing all of these other things. Exactly. Because spending that money on somebody who's an expert at it, you're going to learn more than you already know for sure. And it's going to leave you with time to continue writing the next book as well. Um, another thing I think people should consider if you have 1500 is BookBub. You have to apply for it. It's not a guarantee that you're going to get it, but everybody says, if you get a BookBub, be prepared for your sales to skyrocket from what they were at. Um, so BookBubs are always worth your time, always worth applying for them. Doesn't matter if you've applied before and they haven't picked you up. It Mm -hmm. could be different this time around. Mm-hmm. And I would also say with that 1500 if you're just not comfortable with spending such a large portion of it on ads, I think it's time for, especially my self-published authors out there, you need to take a very hard and a very honest look at your Amazon page and examine why aren't you getting more sales? Is your blurb too wordy? Is your cover outdated? Is it just not interesting? Is there not a good hook? Do your reviews say that there's too many typos in the book? Do you need to improve your product in some way to help the people who are attracted by those advertising dollars actually buy the book? And one free tip that I've been hearing from publishers is that they see a bump in sales on the books whose Amazon pages have like a graphic. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you're, you're not shopping on Amazon and you see, you see a book and it has like this graphic that like this famous person said this about it and look what this person is saying about it. And this is what you, yeah. this is how you can live your best life. And it's all in this like really pretty image. That's just like living on that book's Amazon page and publishers right. are seeing higher sales on the books that have those as opposed right. to the ones that don't. Well, and keep in mind that any kind of copy that's put on that image, it's not long, it's not wordy, it's not going to take you longer than a few seconds to read, and that really has to be your focus Mm -hmm. when it comes to hooking your readers with something like a graphic, something like a blurb. All of that has to be incredibly easy to digest. So for $5,000, and this this is a decent chunk of money to put toward 
book marketing. Mm -hmm. What we suggest is doing all of the above. Plus here's where I think it could get really creative and you can really find those like grassroots readers Mm -hmm. to love you and your book is hiring someone to get you on podcasts for interviews. And these are not book podcasts. Okay. These are podcasts that focus on the topic, the theme um, Victorian England, budgeting mm-hmm. and finance, weight mm-hmm. loss. Like they are not focused on authors and books. They're just focused on that topic. So mm-hmm. getting you on those kinds of podcasts and then also finding those Reddit groups, those like super fan groups mm-hmm. of a topic or theme that your book fits into. Right. Um, and then finding a way to infiltrate those. So that's something that nonfiction and fiction authors can do with that $5,000 is hiring that person to kind of be your in the trenches, trying to find where, trying to find opportunities for you to talk about your book to a potential reader audience. And then if you're nonfiction and if you're a speaker, and of course, this depends on the state of the world with COVID, <laughs> but I would love to see a speaker put together a speaking pitch packet and do a massive mailing to wherever it is that you tend to speak. If you tend to speak at churches or schools or conferences or whatever it is, put together that pitch packet, send it out, and then do follow-up phone calls to book as many spots as you can. And one way to sell a lot of books is to say, I'll come and speak for you if you cover my travel, and then I'll waive the honorarium as long as you buy a book for everyone in the audience. Right. Or, you know, And then that's a way to sell a lot of books, yep. um, move a lot of copies, and you aren't making money, but you also aren't losing money either because your travel is going to be paid for. Right. For the uninitiated, an honorarium is essentially what you would make doing a conference, speaking at a conference. It's what the conference would pay you for your speaking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've, we've done this for quite a while where as long as we can break even, we will go and do it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you've got that $5,000, if you are an author and you don't have a ton of book titles out there, I'd say three or fewer, um, sometimes those podcasts, those grassroots groups, if you don't want to put money toward that, um, but your books aren't selling as well as you had hoped, that's a good chunk of money to take a look at, okay, do I need to make bigger improvements here? Do I need to get a different editor completely? Do I need to do I need to take this down and do heavy rewrites? So something like that I think would be a good use of your money as well. These are the ideas that we feel would give you the biggest bang for your buck. Yeah. Uh, that feel even, I mean, outside of the box of what a traditional publishing house is going to do for you, because what they're going to do is they're going to hire a PR team or they're going to use their own in-house PR team. They're going to use their own in-house marketing and you're, in, you're going to end up spending your marketing budget on free copies, influencer mailings, a street team, and a, pub, a publicity person. Right. And really you want to focus your money on making sure that this benefits you long-term. If you're spending $500 or $1,000 on advertising, I wouldn't recommend that you spend $500 this month you know, or a thousand dollars this month, unless you really have the sales to back that up. You really want to give it enough time 
so that you can place an ad that sells your book and then that person who reads your book and loves your book has enough time to tell other people about your book because word of mouth is still one of the best advertising methods it's just not the fastest. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.